Okay, hello, we're back for another Tony Sayers interview, number 11 for the football. I just watched the football, get it up, yeah, get it fucking up, yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Tony? Did you enjoy oh, the final? Well. <laughs> <laughs> number 11, on 11 of these already, wow. Time flies, time flies when you're having fun, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the football. I mean, I won't I won't lie, I, I've been watching it out here with, with some, some friends that are very much still in the Matrix, just... Because sometimes it's nice to have a break from being in, in it all and just pretend that you're uh, a sheep for a couple of hours and <laughs> just forget what, what football really is, which is, of course, uh, bread and circus. Um, but, yeah, very interesting how it all played out in the end and how uh, it was three black people that, that missed the penalties. And now, of course, they're having a field day, aren't they, with the Black Lives Matter. And uh, it's... It, People have talk, spoke about sport being scripted, and um, I've always felt that, yeah, I, 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 I can see how some of it is, but I don't know. I don't know how, like, all of it can be scripted. But when you see things like this, how it, it's almost, it was almost the perfect setup for them, wasn't it? The three black players to miss those penalties. There's other things I've seen with Gematria. I know you can kind of make numbers out of anything, but like the scoring penalties was 3 2. And then there was one one in the normal time, so that's two goals. So that's three two two, and yeah. basically the, the, all these other things that scored in the sixty sixth minute, I think. And even when I seen the English first goal, if you actually looked at how much space the boy had on the right, who I think it was tri Trippier that crossed it yeah. in, yeah. And, then, and then you watch the last Italian defender and how much space he gave uh, your man running in yeah. number three, shot. Yeah. And the way he turned, he was even holding his hands behind his back as he was turning. So right to make sure he could get the shot in. Now, right. you know, this is a fucking okay. You try and these days you do that, but really instinctively, it's like stop the goal. You can. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it would mean that every single player would have to be in on it, and no one would have ever, ever spoke out about it. And um, certainly very fishy. I mean, it's definitely very fishy. Um, but you know, this this cult they'll use events planned and unplanned um, to their advantage and. And yeah. for them, the, the fact that those players missed was... First of all, why were those players taking them? You have to ask yourself, you know? Well, yeah, exactly right. I mean, there's, there's a picture that went out the other week of uh, Gareth Southgate at the Freemason Arms. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Nothing, you, you know, the deeper you go down these rabbit holes, you know, a lot of sports stars are transgender as well, aren't they? So... Uh, well, they're getting paid big bucks, you know, and what's in the contract? There's a guy I talk about sometimes, Justin Rose from Tottenham. He kind of alludes to things not being all rosy within football, certain things about it he doesn't like. He wants to get his career done with and leave, basically, get away from it. Right. And, yeah, I just think it is a big cult. You know, it's, the rules are formed in a Freemason uh, tavern down yeah. in there, and they use it. And even if maybe the players are not... I just wonder if there's some occult spelling going on, uh, spells, because... Like, yeah, yeah. Gareth Southgate, he named 33 players in his squad and he didn't need to. Every other country named 26. Yeah. Because he said they're in the Champions League final, the two teams. And then he brought it down to 26. And at that point, I was about to have a bet in England. I'm glad I didn't, but when I got to the final, I wish I would. <laughs> I had. But, uh, you know, I thought, but then again, it's just to raise them up and then pull the rug away for Britain, but also uh, the Vatican or whatever. They're just showing their superiority. Or who knows what shenanigans is going on. It's just fucking with the masses. I mean, you see the sheep, you know, 
I'm sure yeah. you see it when you were sitting there. The England goal went in. I'm sure you kind of went, yes, the cab would do. Yes, get in there. Yeah. But you see them lose their mind over it. You yeah. know, this yeah, is I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? We we know really uh, that that sport and especially football is, is bread and circuses for, for the peasants, and it's to stop them revolting, and it's a good way for uh, men especially to uh, vent their frustration and anger at being slaves that subconscious anger that they hold within them um out to 11 men uh kicking a, a, a bit of pigskin in between two posts but so yeah i mean it, it really is interesting when you think about it and and how they would do that yeah like you say maybe there's some kind of occult rituals going on i mean I've, there's there's been occasions where there's been penalties and the balls to slightly move just well, that was good killer. he claimed that when uh, gary McAllister missed against england and then paul gascoigne scored the wonder goal a minute later yeah so, we actually look at the video it does look as though the ball moves you know yeah yeah i mean who, who knows what they can do they can you know energy is a very real thing and you can manipulate it for sure i mean i think the killer's a fraud though but you know maybe he's Maybe he was the cover story for England, fucking, fucking Scotland. There's got to be a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's put a big question over everything in terms of sport. That and um, yeah, it's the same with tennis. There's a there's a great uh, couple of YouTube videos about tennis and about how a lot of the females uh, are actually men. And you, you really oh, yeah. just look at their physique, like people like Venus and Serena Williams. You look at Steffi Graf, she, she's got the old Adam's apple going on. Um, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the females are. I think Martina Navratilova, yeah. she was accused of being a man for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, she's she's hands down a man. King <laughs> was a famous lesbian, but she had rumours of her as well. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all a big joke and it's all a big um, you know mockery for for them because they. You know, they just laugh at us. They, they they see us cheering on all these false celebrities and false prophets within sports, and and how how we go so crazy over it. And yeah. I mean, I've got friends that if Arsenal lose on a Saturday, then their whole week's ruined, right? It's like it's like yeah, but what what about your rights and freedoms for your children? Like, are you not upset about that? But I mean, this is the whole issue, right? Is where we place our care and. For most people, and especially most men, their, their care is 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 way more important. What happens on a Saturday afternoon at three pm than than what happens, uh, you know, if they can go on holiday without being forced jabbed and, and all of this stuff. So, and 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 we're going to suffer for that. We're going to suffer where we place our care is important. And um, for way too long, so many of us have have placed our care in things that, that don't really matter. And um, it was kind of like me before I woke up, I guess, <laughs> 10 years ago or whatever it was before. I was I was a, a bit like that, but, you know, we, I came out of it and we need more and more people to, to come out of that and realise what's important. And football on a Saturday afternoon powers into comparison when you think about what's going on to our, in our world and, and the rights and freedoms of our children disappearing down the plug hole. Um, so it's it's very embarrassing when you look and, and being a man looking at how these I mean they're basically Neanderthals really aren't they I mean let's face it for, for want of a better term their their consciousness is at such a low level that 
it's like they're going around beating their chests and <laughs> yeah yeah like exactly right no, no. But this is yeah. what i think football is like hunters you know man is like you, man doesn't talk a lot we use less words than women because men was out hunting and we'd like be dead quiet and see the prey poof goal we scored you know and then yeah. women have to talk a lot because they have to be social so they can be direct in the community because yeah. they're with, with each other all the time, so they, they've learned to say things indirectly. Whereas men, yeah. brain, men brains are like, move over there, lion coming, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, well, so much has been done to to take away the, the alpha the alpha spirit in, in man. I mean, it's, it's a subject really close to my heart. I love talking about it because once you reconnect with um, that alpha spirit and what it truly means to be a man, it's actually a really beautiful thing, you know, to actually be a man, um, to be that kind of protective action taker, that that, that kind of, um, yeah, the, I don't know, the, that, that aspect of society which, uh, you know, should, should help uphold um, morality and um, just fairness. And it's so refreshing to see more and more men stand up and, and step into that true power. But of course, we need so many more. We need millions, if not billions. But, you know, what they've done, at least not with the food, you know, putting estrogen, the, which is the female hormone, hormone in the food, the water supply, it's in plastic, it's in everything. So chemically, we've been, we've been bombarded as men, which is changing now. Uh, basically our DNA and, and now they're saying that women um, are consuming so much estrogen that they can have a male child in the womb it can start developing female tendencies and we're seeing this with a lot of kids um, you know they, they, the, the boys are growing up very feminine because there's an attack chemically um, on their biological makeup and then you've obviously got the other side of things where you know we've, we've been hit, hit with all this Hollywood programming where the men are like these bumbling fools, you know. Uh -huh. Homer Simpson is not a very great role model, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, these bumbling idiots that are very feminine and submissive and, you know, we're chasing women around and, you know, oh. taking flowers and, and, you know, there's a time and a place for that, don't get me wrong, but... You know the the days of the fifties where the, the males were the pillars and and of, of society, and we were very stoic. Let's say, not so triggered and emotional, and we, we we've really come away from that. We we really should be the rock in society, and um, of course we should be the first line of defence um, when tyranny is is being rolled out. Yeah, and it's just there's no defence whatsoever these days. I, I, just in that man and woman thing, it was, I met a couple and it just announced to me, oh, we just got engaged last night. And I was like, all right, congratulations. I was like, did it get down in the one knee thing? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, the woman loved that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the women love it. It's like the man's, oh, please, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think they say they love it, but I don't know if they actually do. I mean, you hear a lot of women these days, they're always complaining about men not being men and, and, yeah. and how feminine men are. But they've done a job on both sexes. Both sexes have been distorted. You've got, you know, two waves of feminism, which have, have really um, inverted uh, female nature. You know, that submissive feminine nature, which is, you know, females are very now in in their their masculine. They've been told that they can, you know, they they have. 
yeah it's, it's it's all of that isn't it it's, it's and uh and so so both sexes are really frustrated with each other so you've got the men in there they're feminine and the, the females in their masculine and of course you confuse society you confuse the sexes no one knows what their role is uh, and so then it, society becomes a, a doddle to control and direct in the in the way in which you want to plus nobody actually really knows themselves never mind what their role is you know and there isn't any real role models you know that generation of real men's kind of been weaned out so we're mm. just um, i've turned into more of a kind of man than I thought it would be just because yeah. I'm like standing up and doing the right thing because I've got a brain, I can see what's happening and I just can't let it unfold without doing something. So mm. that to me is just being mature, you know, and just, yeah. you know. It feels good. It feels good when you embody that because you feel like, because we've all been indoctrinated and programmed and, and, and told to act certain ways. But when you, when you get in touch with that, that action part of yourself that protection part it, it's it makes you feel good inside you make it makes you feel like a man again um but i mean i don't agree with war and soldiers and you know they're, they're obviously brainwashed idiots a lot of them but you know when you look at what they used to do um they used to, on the on the beaches of dunkirk like they knew that they were probably going to die and you know whether or not you agree with it which i don't and we know it was lies, but they still went there. I mean, that, whether or not it was it was stupidity or bravery is up, up for question. But now you 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 haven't got you've got men that wouldn't stand up for a piss, right? So well, I, I heard the, a, a, a soldier recently was talking about this. He says he didn't have much choice; he was conscripted, and it's a bit like you know the vaccine. A lot of people just go along to get along. So you know, yeah. uh, you you wonder how much of it was bravery. It's just like. They were how much they were too scared to stand up even in those days but yeah. i think a lot of it was more patriotism because you just had the mainstream media you yeah. know you had no alternative view but yeah. the, even back then you know the so-called pacifists they got abused in that by the women it's all propaganda for people then doing the right thing were abused as well you know yeah yeah patriotism such, such a powerful thing isn't it i mean this whole idea that <laughs> You know, just you just happen to be born on a piece of land that your parents had sex on, and then and then you, and then you own that piece of land, and and that no one else can come on that piece of land, and it's your piece of land, and we must fight to protect this piece of land, and and do all these stupid things, otherwise you're unpatriotic, and we're seeing it now, obviously, with the with the jab, you know, where uh, you know the, the virtue signaling that's going on, where if. <laughs> If you don't wear a mask and if you don't take the jab, then you're uh, you're selfish and you're not you're not being part of the, the solution for the country. Um, we don't have so much of that here in in Mexico. Um, people pretty much do what they like, and no one really judges anyone here. But certainly in the UK, it's uh, it's kind of like the virtue signaling capital of the world, isn't it? It sure is. I'll tell you, we story. I was on this Scottish tour and we're handing out this book, Question in Lockdown. Yeah. And so it was unbelievable. It was like kryptonite to some folk when you just you want a free book and they look at it. It was like Question in Lockdown. It was like one woman actually says, No, because I wouldn't question lockdown. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, I was going to say something else. Uh, I, we went to this place, Fort William. So 
the woman whose book it was, she turned up and uh, she was giving out a book and talking to this table who were outside in the, in the pub and they were all listening, but there's this other couple sitting quite close and they didn't want the book, they handed it back called the anti-vaxxers. So yeah. then after we walked up the high street and had some horrific incidences where people just being completely rude and disrespectful, whatever, gets back to the car, just having a chat and the guy who was with that couple, he comes up to us and says, oh, you still dishing out your snake oil? So then I started talking to him. It ended up in a kind of a big shouting match. Like I called him, he like, had a brain cell the size of an amoeba and shit like that. And away and bow your head and severe verbals going on. Yeah. The car. And then his partner turned up. It was this big, huge woman. And she's seen us. And the first thing she says is, fucking come on then, square go. <laughs> what the fuck? And then she gets yeah. the camera and starts saying, it's fucking anti-vaxxers, anti-vaxxers. And I'm driving away. She's right up to the camera. Fucking giving it all that with no mask and stuff like at this point, you know, just because when she was listening to the conversation, she must be getting triggered to yeah. hell. You know? She had 15 minutes to sit there, and then right? When they're not away, goes by herself, they become violent and aggressive. It was, yeah, oh, so many of them in Fort William, it was shocking. Well, it's not that Agent Smith, isn't it, that's, that's working through them energetically, you know. They're, in the Matrix, they say that some people will, will fight to protect the Matrix. and and that's what you see. It's almost like, I mean, I think it, I think the people that have been jabbed, I think, I mean, I, I don't think that they're in, I don't even think that they're capable of any kind of critical thought these days, um, really and truly. And, uh, but you do, I mean, they, 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 they react with such anger and vitriol, like, right. like you just told them that, you know, their mum's died or something, you know, it's like, what, what is that about? Why so defensive? It, I mean, it's mass psychosis, really, at its core. It's, it's people have just have literally lost their mind. They've, they've put people in such a state of fear and, and anxiety. And, you know, they've been stuck at home eating junk food and, and just their health spiraled. Just, then you've got entities, you've got AI, there's stuff that's coming in. The, like, they've, they've just done a job on people, really. They've just done a job. It's, it's, it's all out attack and... and you know the strongest really are, are the ones that are surviving, which which is people like us. We've still got our, our brain cells left, yeah. but really and truly, I mean, at this stage now, I mean, most most age ranges have gone through the the, the jab process, right? In in the UK, I mean, I don't know who who's really left to to wake up wake up, right? I mean, if you've taken that jab, you're, you're pretty much screwed anyway. Um, I mean, really, I guess we're fighting for the children, so we got to keep educating from, from that point of view. But, I mean, the problem is as well is, I mean, I see it with people I, around me, like, because, they're, because they've not had a bad reaction, and then, then they just, you, they continue to think that you're just a conspiracy theorist. But they don't realise that this thing's got a two-year expiry date before. Um, Who knows? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know who. I mean, obviously, as a as a community, alternative media will we'll never stop until our until our dying breath. I'm sure you're the same. But it's like, who are we actually trying to reach anymore? Because well, that's what I'm like. I'm a bit despondent because you're preaching to the converted at this point. You know, it's like, yeah, what's the point? You know, you just yeah. it's, it's exasperating to think. The guy was handing in the book, and people who are, um, you know. You can see how oh, they might take it. The majority of those ones kind of did take it, 
when you look at other people, they'll never take it, and they're the ones that need it the most, you know. So yeah. the ones that are a wee bit open-minded, they were, you know, quite on board with it, and oh, that's quite good. I'll have a look at that, you know. But yeah. the other ones, the ones you really need to get through, the ones you need, because this book is a very good one just for starting with for your beginner, just to yeah. start questioning things. So it's ideal for your masky, but the one they want to play ball, you know, and it's just frustrating. You're yeah. trying to help them, and they're basically literally calling you a conspiracy clown and all this kind of shit. Well, this is what it's been for years, isn't it? I mean, how long? I mean, I, you've been there a bit longer than me, I think. And it, it's after 10 years, it's like, I mean, I've got people close to me. I mean, I've written four, I've written four books. I've written four books. I've got a YouTube channel. I've got, and still, they, they still didn't listen. So... But it's the ones, I guess, where you know you plant that seed and, and it does germinate. I think I think we we would all we would all do we would we would put a two-hour video out if it just woke one person up. That's the that's really unconditional love, really, um, an expression of unconditional love. So um, that's why we do these, even though we know it may be mainly hopeless. Um, we still hope that. It might reach one pair of ears, just one pair of ears, and those one pair of ears might might just stop someone from jabbing their child, you know. So that's why we do it for for very very limited exactly. results. <laughs> exactly, I'm trying to tell people, you know, don't listen to me. Look at it for your own family, for your own children. You know, I've had some interesting conversations recently with doctors, with police, a police woman in a police station. For 20 minutes, I was going on about all this stuff, and you know, she's going to take take it away and look at stuff. And you know, you, that's like you talk about being a man. I was like, fucking, I'm in a police station here. I'm right on about this. It's on CCTV, obviously, because I was yeah. in there for another reason. I handed over lots of other evidence for this long story, but it's got my website details and everything on there. I handed it in the website, and then this woman was listening, you know, so I had a good experience with that, and yeah. you do feel better. When somebody actually listens, it's the frustrating ones when nobody listens and they just bat you away. It's like yeah. well, you don't can't make an informed decision without at least two sides of a story. You know, just one side's never going to get you anywhere if there is an alternative. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's crazy. People just don't want to be informed. They they don't want. They're just too lazy. They 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 want everything spoon fed for them. They they want to just turn that black box in the corner of their room on at 6 p.m. and get told what's going on in the world, what rules they need to follow, when they need to do this, when they need to do that. And and, and that's their life. They're, they're happy in that. And it's, well, we know they're going to come a cropper in the end because there's only so long you can give away your sovereignty before, you know, if you don't care about, if you don't care about freedom and sovereignty, it won't care about you. So sooner or later, they're going to get the, the, the backlash from it whether that be death or, you know, whatever. Um, but it, it's, it's coming. See, I think a lot of this is actually them just tricking us, and it's our ignorance, especially in the legal system. You know, they're turning up at Ascot and Wimbledon with no masks on, and they're just having a good old laugh, like Philip Schofield and that, six feet apart. Yeah. But that's them doing their job. They're just following the rules and the job, and people with their work, they mask up or, you know, and now they're out. They don't care to get their picture taken, and it's part part mockery as well. And yeah. you know, how can people not see through that as well? That surely should be making Matt Hancock and now Wimbledon and Ascot and the football. 
you see all the players walking with a mask on from like the bus to the stadium yeah and jumping all over each other on the field and then there's seventy thousand there all jumping all over each other and you know but that might get used you know for fucking oh, the third wave because of the football blah 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 you know it's all yeah. part of the ongoing script and yeah. talking about scripting before i was going to mention there's a guy called hubbard who does gematria and he actually predicts uh american football scores so accurately using that that people pay him on patreon like a week a monthly thing oh, so he gets lots of people, you know, he always kind of predicts the Super Bowl and other weekly events, you know. So he claims, obviously, he's getting evidence with it. That's just one way. It'd be good if he knew it, eh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all mockery, isn't it? I mean, you've got that, that Dr. Hillary, Dr. Hillary Jones, who I can't stand. I mean, the, the guy's the personification of evil. But again, the way he's... They're so clever in the way that they build these people up over years and time. And I mean, he's been on our TV screens for, for the best part of what, 20 years, 30 years when I was, when I was growing up and, and just the, the whole way that he presents himself in the suit and, and he's, he's very charming and very, comes across as very knowledgeable. Yeah. And, but at the back end, he's, he's, he's like a proper Satanist. <laughs> And and that's how they're that's how they they're so deceptive in their manipulation. They're such great actors and actresses, and the world really is a stage. And I guess sport is is an extension of that. That's amazing to get your head around it. You know, just like how they are literally just acting all this shit out. It's just they're not, and they put their symbols out there as well. You know, and they be yeah. nod to each other with their numerology or their Freemasonic wall behind them or whatever. Like I've been accused of being a show recently. I thought you've probably had it as well. Because I had a t-shirt of Acid Mother's Temple, this Japanese psychedelic rock band. It's got a couple of fucking OCNIs in it and a triangle. I says, look, I claim ownership of the fucking symbology. Yeah, exactly. You know? And everyone's everyone's a show in the in the alternative media. <laughs> there's now this group of people have got nothing better to do with their time. Okay, they're not making a website or putting any content out. No. Can dissing anybody who's doing anything and causing yeah. divisions and wasting everyone's fucking time all over shit. And my girlfriend yeah. has been accused of being a Satanist, you can. And she's like, she's deeply upset. Her, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, of course there are shields in the alternative media. I mean, there's there's quite a few, to be honest. But I think some people go way too far with it, and you know, every, to the point where everyone's a shield and. I mean, what pissed me off, right? Um, the show should be making lots of money, you know, and be rich and famous from the showness. Yeah. Right. What, 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 pissed, what pissed me off a few months ago was I was looking at all the feedback of these women that were having problems with their periods, with the fertility, after yeah. being around people that have been jabbed, right? right? And I'd gone into jab feedback groups on Facebook, and these were genuine but this was genuine feedback from women. I would check the profile, you know, see that the woman was legitimate, how, you know, she'd had a, she's got a family and, you know, so I was checking that these accounts because obviously we know you can't catch a virus, right? Which I was consistent with. But, but, but I, you know, at that point I was like, something's going on because there's, there's too much of this feedback out there. And so you just put it, I just put it out there. I believe it's some sort of nanotechnology. Right, so it's not the virus; it's some kind of technology, right? Yeah. And 
people were so quick to just jump on that and oh well you know you like this has just come out of nowhere no one knows what it is no one knows what they can do with this thing no one knows what's in it really but but to come out and just you know cry shield and just 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 for putting a, a, a point of view across and, and you know we should be at the point where everything is up for up for debate Right. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm 100% right all the time. You push it out there, go into your own research, come back in and have a debate, and then we'll all learn together, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, let's, let's have a, a, a mature debate. Okay, we know that you can't capture virus, but what if we know they have technology, we know they've got different ways of doing things that we have probably no idea of, of, of how they work. So let, let's have a discussion. But no, it's as soon as someone doesn't, See, it's no better than just the, the mainstream media because we oh, yeah. said earlier, when you question the mainstream media, you get this bad reaction. Well, that same thing's now going on in, in the alternative media and it's it's bordering on psychosis in some people. And um, I just feel that we need to just check ourselves as, uh, as an alternative community. And, you know, we, we can't be of that that... You know, they, they, these things can't be, be questioned. Everything's got to be up for question, and um, so that's so it, it does get a bit frustrating every uh, every now and then. I do think a lot of these things are put out intentionally to get all the people who are just kind of newly woken up, or even myself. You know, anything that comes out. I mean, I looked at the Q thing for a couple of weeks, you know, to give it a chance to say, okay, let's see what's happening with this one. Are they going to go down the tunnels? That fuck all happening here. <laughs> Digging a Trump, no, this gun's a fucking pick. Yeah, I mean, there is genuinely some obvious psyops, and that was, yeah. that was definitely one of them. So, I just sat on the fence because the whole world is shut down, and basically, you know, you didn't care what's happening. I was like, okay, let's have a look. But I was generally, didn't think Trump was doing anything, and I was waiting for evidence that he had, and it didn't take yeah. a long to figure out it was bullshit. Yeah. But uh, there's a point I was going to make there, I forgot. That's what happens. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Trump's still still down there with his spade, uh, right. you know, saving all these kids, apparently. That that was yeah. such an obvious one. I mean, as soon as those documentaries came out, anything that gets like a million hits overnight, right. <laughs> you just know it's cold, right? It's, yeah. it's and, there, and there was, what was it called? The Fall of the Cabal, and there was the other one. I forget the name. But, and people were sharing it like every like anything. And I just, I looked at it, it looked, it looked so well polished. I saw that they were putting Trump in as a savior. And we know that they they don't care what savior you believe in, just as long as you believe in a savior, whether that be a religious god, a guru, yeah. a, a politician. You know, the whole idea is 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 to get us uh, to look outside of ourselves and, God forbid, be our own saviors and get, us, get ourselves out of this mess. Um, so that was, that was a very obvious one. And... Um, I mean, the way that the dates... I mean, that people still believe that. There's people still now believing that Trump's made right. back and he's going to go back in and, and he's going to save the world. But I had... The funny thing was, at the time, I was getting so frustrated with it all because it's so obvious. I mean, there are, like I say, there are sites that are so obvious. But I had some guy in Burnley in the north of England, right, sitting in his home in lockdown telling me that Trump was, was coming to save him. And I'm like, I'm like, dude... You're in Burnley. You're in you're in an industrial town in the north, the north of England, and everything he was posting was pin, pinning his uh, hopes on Trump. Uh, and, um, Trump yeah, Trump. yeah, it's that was it was quite funny for a time, but 
I mean, what that did is, is that it, it, it made all the patriots that would have stood up to all yeah. this TV, the armed patriots in America, it, it made them stand down because they thought Trump was doing stuff about things, right? And then, and then six months down the line, America's more enslaved than it's ever been under Trump's presidency. So it was, it was a, and it was a Trump card. It was a wonderful, wonderful, as a game, as, as a battle and as a, as a move, as a game, it was, it was a, it was a wonderful tactic from their point of view, the way that they quelled all those armed patrons into thinking that Trump was, was helping them. Because everybody was sitting on it, oh, when they try and enforce tyranny, the patriots will get their guns out and they'll, they'll no stand for it. Oh, yeah. it's all right. It's your man, Trump. Uh, yeah. Some of these protest meetings, whatever, there's still people speaking for Q and Trump and them. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that still, I mean, We've got to move out of that saviour mentality, that that kind of victim mentality where we're looking for others to come and sort out our mess. How many times down the years have we given our power away to a politician? I mean, in the UK it was Corbyn. Um, in the UK we had it's good cop, bad cop, isn't it? They always give us the old gentleman that looks like he's on the side of liberty and freedom, and he's frail and he's aging, and and he really appeals to everyone's heartstrings, and then. Nothing ever happens with these people. They just the, the agenda rolls further, further forward. Um, so there's there's they're so good at playing these different roles, and, and as we said before, actors and actresses playing different roles, but essentially at their core, evil. No, I just wanted to. It was something I thought of earlier about the woman with the periods. I was talking to Don and David about that, and they suggest that you know a lot of people are putting this uh, sanitizer in their hands these days. Yes, you know, and that's that is toxic. So yeah. one of the, one of the ways for women to release toxins from the body, you know, men uh, don't have yeah. toxins, is like heavier period flow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah, okay. it. Could well be. It could well be. But the, yeah, the point is, is let's let's talk about it. I mean, you can't you can't ignore thousands of women coming out saying that their periods are messed up. Yeah. And just like, out shield at someone for, yeah. for saying, hang on, maybe we need to look at this. Just because you've got a, a certain narrative that you've bought into, which I actually agree with, but hang on a minute. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, so basically basic critical thinking. You've got all the facts on the table, and then yeah. you see which one makes more sense, you know? You can't yeah. just say, right, these ones will probably make more sense, but just ignore them. Yeah. And, Get all crazy ideas there, then just say, "All right, that's crazy." Everyone agrees. I, you know, that's yeah. the three-step process that no one's ever been taught properly, and yeah. that's why we're all just following orders because nobody can think for themselves. You get taught what to think, not how to think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hi. So, what about this uh, Branson going into space? What's your thoughts on this? <laughs> um, I haven't even really looked at it. I mean. There's, there's a whole community of people that think that space doesn't even exist. I've not been down that rabbit hole. Have you been down that rabbit hole? Yeah, I don't think space exists. I think. That... So what? So what is space? I, I do believe. I do believe that we're in a dome and the sun is yeah. in the dome, and yeah. I think that everything is in the dome. Yeah. But I'd like to know what is that the kind of rhetoric that you 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 go yeah, with? I'd go with that. Yeah, I don't know how big the dome is. If it takes in maybe other kinds of earth maybe the earth is just like a pond or the antarctic wall 
and then you go through through other you know, ice for quite some time. Like Admiral Bird in the fifties, he was down Antarctica, and he said there's huge reserves down there. It's the biggest unexplored area, and we should get down there. He said that on national TV, and then very soon later, his funding kind of stopped, and and it was never mentioned again. Then they signed that treaty for all the all the warships to to guard it. So they're guarding yeah. something there. So whether there's these kind of ponds or maybe there's some more extraterrestrial means kind of other land out there where your David Bowie's and Prince and that is hanging out, you know? And, so we're, uh, basically, we're basically living in one of those things, you know, as a kid used to shake and all the snow came. Yeah. We're basically in one of those. But how big the dome is, you know, maybe I'm saying there's other parts to it. But yeah. certainly I think in the Bible, remember, there's waters above, waters below. And we're definitely not in a spinning ball. No. You know, and that's a nonsense. Well, in, the, um, in like the uh, Aboriginal culture and, and the Native American culture, there, there's diagrams. They've all got like this flat plane with a dome over the top. And of course, the dome is in the Simpsons. So anything in the yeah. Simpsons, you know, is pretty much on point, right? But they used then, to teach the Earth was flat in the early 1900s. Right, really? It's only quite recently they've changed that, even though Galileo and all this Copernicus stories are ancient. Maybe that's just stories. Who knows if these guys really exist? They all do their Freemasonic symbolism in the pictures, you know? I think history has been quite largely rewritten. Like, there's a great reset in Tartaria and yeah. things like this. I think there's... But I wonder what the... Uh, I mean, obviously, they lie about everything and they take great pleasure and, and they think it's funny that we believe their lies. So I wonder what the what the purpose of them saying that we live on a, on a globe would be. Well, first one of their importance, just that idea of being a distant part of the galaxy and just a respect, you know, that takes away our importance of our creator being right here and the importance of we have as a creator being here. This is the center, essentially. Yeah. Is, you know, we're not just floating out in a distant galaxy and there's billions of planets and there's all these other life forms, you know. That takes us, makes people feel powerless. And I think that's the first one. And we're accepting a lie. So then yeah. you just accept another lies. Yeah, yeah. It's always change it to kind of oh people lie. Okay, I'll just lie then. Takes away yeah. morality, and the first thing you get is a globe in the classroom. You know. Yeah. So anything they can do to distort our, our common sense tells us it's flat. You know. So we yeah. believe it's a ball. Immediately there's something out of sync. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta laugh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what the stuff they've got us to believe down the years? I mean, they must uh, they, they must sit at their banquets some days and and, yeah. and just they, they just must be absolutely in fits of laughter. Uh, I remember um, I watched uh, I followed Mark Passio for it for a while, and uh, I don't agree with everything he says, but he he was obviously I don't know if you know, but he was an ex Satanist, but yeah, but he he attended one of these banquets or whatever and. Um, and basically, he tells a story of um, that they're all they're all having this this banquet or whatever, and it's some kind of satanic thing. And and uh, the guy, one of the these cult leaders, was was explaining that, that the police were protecting the, the house from anyone coming in. And he was just he was at such fits of belly laughs because because they were doing all this dark stuff and the the general public the police were were protecting what they were doing and apparently the, the this guy was just he couldn't stop laughing about what this guy was just just the fact that they were guarding this this nice. house yeah that's quite mad when you think about it but you know the Bilderberg group and all this Bohemians Grove whatever there's all the security. 
the priests just follow orders and you know the elites get up to what they want. At certain nightclubs and that, that East Brian Harvey. Yes. That that nightclub as well, you know, and all these things. They they're all going on, you know. Brian for the VIPs, you know, on and yeah. go your do your stuff and they'll have video cameras in those rooms to get people blackmailed and all that kind of thing. Yeah, Brian Harvey, by the way, has had all his YouTube uh, videos taken, uh, YouTube channels taken down. Yeah, all eight, all eight of them. He's got one more left. It's it's called BH Plus One. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's uh, they they're really I think they're really worried about him. Um, obviously, because he's he's kind of a household name. Yeah, there should be more household names. Again, credit to Van Morrison. I've seen a review of him. His new album, and this reviewer is like talking about the album, good album, good album. I guess this passage it says, Well, obviously, Van Morrison's state uh, stance is wrong given the scientific evidence about coronavirus and the safety of masks and vaccines. I was like, Who the fuck are you? Put that in the middle of music fucking review. You get what I mean? It's just yeah. a madness, isn't a music magazine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they just love to virtue signal, don't they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the whole. Uh... The whole shape of the earth thing. I, I'm, I haven't really gone into it that much because it's more for me. It's more concerning what's taking place here. Um, but of course, yeah, it's important to get to the truth in, in every matter. But it's very difficult to to verify because I mean, how? I mean, there's people that have done certain experiments and everything like that, isn't there? The Cambridge experiment or something. But yeah, there's quite a lot of different ones on canals that are six miles long. There's oh yeah. Across sixty mile lakes in Canada, you can still see the full building, and various other ones. I don't know an interview with a guy who's got a app, flat Earth app, David Weiss, some of my channel, and you should if you interview people, you should get one. He's quite he comes turns up in Zoom, and he when you're talking about something, he just flicks a switch, and whatever you're talking about, he's got some video about it. So that was quite interesting. So yeah. like, talking about the Earth setting, the sun setting. He shows a video in Africa how it's like obviously just moving away from you, you know. Right. Your eyes, your eyes create the optical illusion of itself. Right. right. So, so along yeah. with the with the planets, then, so are they all under the dome? Would you say? Yeah, obviously the planets are under the dome, and I don't believe they're solid. I believe they're wandering stars. Oh shit! Right. <laughs> You've gone, but you're still there. I can hear you. Yeah. Give me two seconds to see if you're still in the system. No, you're not. Log out and come back in. Right. So, slight blip there. Just get into some flat air stuff. Oh, as soon as something goes wrong during a conspiracy chat, you blame the gremlins. Thank you, Alistair, for sharing. And here's Tony. Aye. So, yeah, I think it is quite important the flat earth thing i think it is we need to know where we are and you know just part of being human to know where we live you know no so what about since we're going deep down rabbit holes today what about the whole dinosaur thing it's got to be a lie as well right it's got to be a oh, lie. i don't believe in dinosaurs i think all the ones in the museums even tell you they're all just prosthetics you know they take one bone like there we found the bone and then just imagine they're the they're fossils, they're all fossils. Um, I don't know about seen fossils on, like in, on beaches, and stuff. actual real fossils, oh, really? whole dinosaurs, and stuff like that. Oh, no, 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 I'm not, 
I haven't seen like whole skeletal fossils, but I've seen like fossils. Yeah, big bones, and you know, that's what I'm saying. They take one thing or a couple of things, and then they make the rest of it up and create right. these fucking things. Like a Tyrannosaurus Rex with these wee arms. I mean, first of all, how's it going to hear a wank if it's fucking walking in like this? <laughs> you know, a lot of these creatures by dynamics. You know, they say the bee is kind of shouldn't be able to fly. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of these creatures, if you looked at them aerodynamically or whatever, they wouldn't be able to live and function. Right. I think it's complete bollocks, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, it's just another lie. There's so many lies, isn't there? Uh, Jurassic yeah. Park and all this, you know, that's part of the, the movie. Even things like Hollywood creates a lot of shit, you know that? They rewrite history. Even something as simple as the American Dream is like a Hollywood creation. You know, before Hollywood... That wasn't going on in the heads of American, no, the American dream, blah, blah, blah. They're just getting yeah. by. Hollywood comes in, sells them the story now in the 50s. Ah, get a good house and a car, live the American dream, you know? It's all yeah. for consumerism. Yeah. And basically, a lot of this is business. All your vaccines and stuff. That's what I was saying a bit earlier about Wimbledon that they're not wearing masks. We should learn to be sovereign, learn the paperwork so that they can't take us in their fictitious courts and yeah. shag us up the arse because we are ignorant of their their corporate laws that we're getting tricked into being a corporation. We should be the benefactor, not the debitor. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a lot of work to take on, but if we study that, then the system works for us. Yeah. Because that's what I think. They're like the Freemasons. Some of the levels must be, you know, right here, you do this and then you can avoid this tax and you, know, you can avoid this. Yeah. So we're all brothers together, you know? Yeah. Just put, They're just playing the system and we're just too naive and, you know, just going along with it instead of... A pair yeah. of I bet they. I bet they. Have, they don't have. Uh, they don't have passports. They don't have. They've probably got like a, a bank account. I think David Icke said once that someone uh, from uh, the Illuminati or whatever said that uh, asked him to join, and he could get, get, get given a, a card with with, with right. limited of cash. Yeah. Got ATM yeah. machines. Well, there's another one about not following rules. I think it was a Brazilian president. They're in red just now. He left Brazil 24 hours later. He's sitting in Wembley with fucking the future king and the second future king in the middle of a pandemic. Right. 10 days isolation and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, he's special. He breathes a different kind of air, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one rule for them, one rule for us. But yeah, I mean, I just, you know, all this common law and stuff like that, I just, I don't think it goes far enough. I don't. There's the whole free man uh, movement. A years, a few years ago, I looked into it. A lot of these people end up with, with fines and jail sentences, and and I just think it's just another layer of the matrix. I think, I think to really truly get out of all of this, we've got to drop all like the all, scrap the whole system, and and start again on our own, and and believe in ourselves in the fact that we can create something new, and we don't need these babysitters to you know to tell us what we can and cannot do whether that be through legal law or common law i mean it's it's all none of it exists in nature none of it's uh well, that's what i was going to say basically what about living in the moment doing the right thing if somebody does something wrong the rest of the people hold them accountable and say you know why are you doing that and basically it's this idea of ownership as well and this is mine you know so people mm. want to steal and then you know cheat each other for things i think there's a good movie we may have seen when the gods went crazy when a plane's flying over this African tribe and they drop a, a co empty Coca-Cola bottle 
and suddenly that became a thing, a possession, whereas before everybody was using the natural stuff that was abundant to all. So then they start fighting over it, you know, and using it for different purposes. Right. One, one of the tribes just take it and threw it away, says, you know, that's brought nothing but, you know, grief. It's just that yeah, idea. It quite makes sense. I, I, I wonder if that, that's probably symbolic of what happened to us in, in, in our history, maybe in Atlantean times, maybe even with AI, you know, they, you hear stories that back in Atlantis, we, we were kind of given AI and we got greedy and, and we used it for bad purposes and, and that started the descent and now we're sort of repeating that timeline. And um, yeah, it's kind of that shiny object sy syndrome, I guess, where I guess if you're just used to the, the, the bare basics and someone comes along with, a, as you say, a Coca-Cola bottle, it's like, wow, that's shiny, that's new, I'm going to... That's why I'm gonna fight, and I guess that ties into our our greed side, our ego, our materialistic uh, nature. I guess in, in some in some aspects. Yeah. So, also, what about the underside of the flat Earth? Apparently, nobody's been able to dig further than eight miles, drill further than eight miles. It always yeah. has been hard. Yeah, it's impossible to get past oh, that. I never knew that. I never. It says the whole idea of the hollow Earth. Then, so that if that's the case, then that might just be another style. Yeah, well, the hollow earth, you know, we get the idea it's like in the middle of this cavern going into the center of the ball, but obviously it's not like that. But there is certainly lots and lots of caverns and tunnels under the earth. But as I said, as far as people know, in their common knowledge, that eight miles is the furthest they went down. And the same, John Harris, I know I, I went to see John Harris give a talk, and he was into this free man stuff like you back in the day. He apparently killed himself, but I think that was quite suspect. Yeah, I heard that. Aye. Yeah. And, uh, the Mandela effect. Of, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going around today, flat Earth, Mandela effect, free bamboo. There's some questions popping up in the chat there. Yeah. Uh, Mandela effect, I believe, is a, a shift in timelines. I feel like they can manipulate the timelines. Yeah. Um, and I feel that's what that's what the Mandela effect is. I, I also feel that's what it, um, when we have um, deja vu, I feel like that potentially them messing with our timeline somehow um that's just a theory that i feel uh, could be happening yeah somebody just sent me an article about that they've got this technology where they kind of try to shift into another dimension to bring something back and christ knows what they're up to you know you hear a lot you hear a lot of stuff about oh they've got this technology we don't actually know but the way they have controlled mankind you've got to say there's some kind of fucking super I don't know if it's just ancient knowledge they're using or what it is, but it's like some kind of a supercomputer, like quantum quantum computer that that can just uh, well, if they're kind of in like a computer game, then I guess you know there's a programmer. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. There's a question you know, about fate and stuff like that. Are we just acting out something, or can we control events? And if, if we decide oh, to take action, was that meant to happen? You know, no, I think. <laughs> I think fate is a big sire. I definitely think fate is a big sire. You see it in your own lives. I mean, nothing changes unless we take action. I yeah, but that's what I'm saying. No, then you take the action, and then it changes, and then you say, "Well, was that meant to happen anyway?" You know. No, that's that. <laughs> that that's that's from someone taking action. What yeah. I do think is that the universe will meet you halfway because right. we're co-creating. So, for example, if I want a new, if I want a new house. It's not just going to appear by fate. I've either got to build it, or I've got some, I've got to pay someone 
else to build it. Yeah. And so then at that point, maybe with that intention, the right person comes along who can yeah. build that house, and, and then so the house gets built. Yeah. But I don't just think that, um, I mean, I guess there is certain synchronicities that can happen which, which align with intention, but, you know, it's that whole law of attraction psyop where they just say that you've got to think and feel and, and it will just appear. You know, this it, the word action is in the, the word attraction, right? So it, it's got to be think because everything starts with a thought. At some point, you know, there was people in a cave thinking, "Oh, wouldn't it be nice if we had this thing to sit on that we now call a chair?" So that idea first came from somewhere, the mind, and then the the the, uh, the physical action brought that out into manifestation in this three D physical realm. Um, so. I don't believe that, that, that things just happen by chance, really. I think, I think we co-create with the, with the creative aspect of ourselves, whereby we have that intention, and then it's like the universe, like, what, what are you going to do to meet me halfway? And, and, then, and then manifest. That's, that's what I think. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Just as on, on that kind of topic of creating your reality, here's a, a wee mad coincidence happened to me. So I'm on this tour, and before I left, the woman who gave me the books to go on tour, she gave me this wee donation box, said if anyone takes a book, some people might want to donate. So I put that in the back of my car and forgot about it. And she says, here's um, a bookmark. You're going to take some books on the tour. This is from Culloden, where the English uh, destroyed the Scots, the Jacobite Rebellion kind of thing. And she put that in the inside of this. So I put that in there and put that in the back of my car. Next thing, I'm in I'm in actual Culloden car park on this tour, and this guy walks by and says, "You want a book?" Uh, he takes a book, says, "Is this a free book, or is it a book that you have to give a donation for?" I said, "No, it's totally free." But funny you should mention that. And goes to the back of the car, and says, "You're the first person who's mentioned donations, and here we are in Culloden car park, you know." And then he went to wait his car and called me back, and he stuck some money in there. Yeah, Just yeah. fucking mental, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. You know, you, you you put the intention out there, you put the action out there, and and it right. and it sort of manifested for you. And I, I I do think. I mean, it's the whole idea of praying, isn't it? You know, it's it's all about inaction. If I just pray to God, this false God, um, then then you know, peace will happen on earth. Well, we've been praying now for how many thousands of years, and we we still don't have peace, right? So. So it, you know, it, it's it, it really is. I think all about taking taking physical three D action to to draw the things that you want in life. Yep, I agree. So that's the last question before you go. Do you, what's your thoughts on CERN, the mad fucking? Um, I think like everything that they have multiple purposes. Um, I think one of the main purposes was to open some kind of wormhole that was letting in entities and and demons and. And, and that kind of thing. I think I think that was some kind of uh, artificial portal that was opened. Uh, that that's the main reason I feel. Um, I'm uh, trying to think. There was a guy in America in the fifties, Parsons, Jack Parsons. You heard of him? Right. And, uh, had, uh, and there was another guy. I think it was Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology or something. They two done an experiment. And it basically opened up a crack like that, and I let lots of demons in. And apparently, yeah. that, that guy Jack, uh, he he was the only guy that could close it, and then he died in a freak accident. So apparently, right. there's this thing left open, and all these demons coming in, coming in from everywhere. Tony Blair, yeah. he's got a few of them hanging around him. 
<laughs> yeah, we're getting some interference as you're talking about that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, man, that's been another hour. Thanks for your time. I want to give people your website. So, YouTube, you're not being updating your bit shoot. Or you not been doing many. Oh, bit shoot. I don't know. Do you have uploading problems on that? Aye. You just keep trying to upload it. It keeps stopping, not being visible. Oh. Yeah, you do it again. It's annoying. Yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. But um, yeah, um, YouTube, Tony Sayers, is where all my latest stuff is, my interviews and stuff. Um, my website, transcendingtimes.org. Um, Facebook, I've got about another 10 days before I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> my brand's over. Right. Um, but yeah, they're the main ones, really. Cool. I just had a three day ban from Facebook for singing a song that starts off coronavirus as a hoax. So. <laughs> It's, yes, a, it's a Scottish tune by Jimmy Shand. Coronavirus <laughs> is a hoax. I'll <laughs> <laughs> send you the video. Yeah, please do. All right. Thanks for your time, Tony. We'll catch up with you again shortly. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Take Thank care. You. Catch you later.